News Talk 1400 WOND invites you to get ready to laugh, learn, be inspired, and discuss the latest and greatest in hot topics, music, and more. It's time for Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution with Leslie Jasperson. Hey, hey, it's Leslie J. Welcome to Volume Up. It is the last day of November here in Linwood, New Jersey, in our WOND studio, and we have a packed house already as soon as we start the show. Who do I have with me today? Who are we? Ari! Wow, I told you I have a big crew in here. I have (laughs) the squad of Redonculus Entertainment. They create and publish comic books, and they produce live events, and they are right in our neck of the woods out of South Jersey. So let's go around and tell me who you are and what you do in Redonculus Entertainment. We'll start with Kevin. Um, uh, How you doing? Uh, I'm Kevin, the co-founder of Martin, a.k.a. the director. I'm actually um, a writer of RE, and I also help edit and come up with ideas that further entertain everybody. Okay. (laughs) Um, I am Ryan, the executive producer of Ross. I am also a writer and uh, also admin you know, I put, help put it together, too. Okay. How you doing? My name is Ephraim Arana III. I am the lead illustrator and the art director as well. Hello, everybody. My name is Tanya, a.k.a. the First Lady Fields. Wow, this Tanya Fields. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am the business administrator for Redonculus Entertainment. I handle social media and business and marketing, uh, whatever that needs to be done. Awesome. So... I love, I can already feel your personality, so I can only imagine (laughs) that this creativity and this energy comes through in the work that you produce. And why did you want to come here? But you are doing an event, right? Yes. December 14th 14th at Level Up in the Hamilton Mall, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So who wants to tell me more about that event? Sure. She's she's got... (laughs) What we're doing it is a book signing and release party for the newest character that we have out uh, named Arrowshot. Uh, this is the fifth book that we are producing. Uh, this event itself is our fir- is the fir- very first RE only event. It's not a Comic Con. Usually we've done other Comic Cons in the past, but this is the first actual Redonculus Entertainment only hosted event. We're going to have a lot of things for the kids that are going on as well. So we're encouraging everybody to come out, as many people as possible. Come out, help support, um, get your a copy of the new book that's coming out, get it signed by the people who buy created it. Buy all five books. Buy all five buy books. All five books. <laughs> yeah, five books. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have a social media contest that's going on uh, surrounding the event as well. And the winner will be announced at the event. Okay, that sounds super fun. So you have... Um you have five books out? Is that what I heard you say? Yes, five books. Okay, can yes. you tell me uh, more about these books? Okay, in this case, we do. We have Blood Moon. We have Blood Moon 1 and we have Blood Moon 2. Blood Moon, basically a covert op that goes on covert missions. He is definitely fantastic. You've seen he's action-packed, great character. We also have we have Night Owl. Did you tell about Night Owl? Yeah, he's my favorite character. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The character I created when I was young, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a little, he's more of a street justice vigilante, you know, with a dark motif to him. But he's um got a little bit of a heroic edge to him as well. So he's trying to do his thing there as well. He's out and he's based out of a futuristic version of Philadelphia, so it's wow. a lot of fun there. So I have to ask you about something you just said. It's a character you came up with as a kid. So this is something that you guys. Yes. And I guess we'll, well, I'm like diving right into it. We still have 20 minutes to talk about all this. But I'm <laughs> say, 
this is something that you guys all <coughs> are able to use your creative outlets and things that you I want to know um, about you guys and how you came together to do this as, and you know say hey let's do a, a business together and using your creative outlets because I know firsthand that that's not easy to do especially when you all have your own individual lives and your jobs and your families and all that so who wants to um, talk about okay go ahead <laughs> Um, well, Redunctus Entertainment started way back when I was 10 years old with the uh, other co-founder, LeVar Queen. And uh, we always was big in comic books and entertainment. And we was always the class clowns. So um, he was like, hey, we should make a comic book one day. You know, we was just kids talking. like, like And then a couple years later, uh, Nigel Frazier, part of Redunctus Entertainment, Ryan Ross, Courtney Jackson, we all got together. It was like, hey, listen, no, for real, let's really make a comic. Like, let's do it. Let's make a comic. So then we was like, well, we need people more. We need more. So the marvelous Tanya Fields was always on our side, and then she got evolved, and she was like, hey, at the time, Ethan and Tanya were, Ethan and Tanya, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, they, uh, Ethan, he he's an amazing artist. So it just clicked. It was like, Ethan, you can draw. We have a story. He had ideas. Boom, Redomless. Here we are. So <laughs> this is a, a twenty plus year process in the making and we're just doing it so that's how we started so and, and how did you evolve as technology involved did you guys start out like pencil and paper illustrating these things and are you digital now i guess this is a question for you the illustrator uh, yeah so actually well we have a few different uh versions of it because we actually have other artists involved as well especially with the new book uh the new aerosol book is actually a new artist that we're bringing out his name is jeremiah jones awesome. uh, i've worked with him before and we were able to bring him on with our company now. We're excited about that. He's actually a digital artist when it comes to his work, and it's actually a different look for us. A lot of the books that we've done so far that I've done, that I did most of the books that we have so far out already, uh, three out of the four books that we've already released, I did them, and I'm very analog in this digital world. So okay. I am pencil to paper, old school. That's how I do it. I think and, that's so important to like keep all of that alive. And I know, so I have a 12-year-old son who wants to be an animator, and he has, like, his his pad that connects to his computer. So he doesn't really, I mean, a few years ago he was pencil and paper, but he does all of his animations with that digital pad. Yeah. And I still, I'm like, no, take a break from this, <laughs> and you need to know what it feels like to hold a pencil and the, the pressure and all oh, that absolutely. stuff on the paper. Absolutely. I mean, one day I do want to learn more about the digital aspect of it, but right now I still stick with uh, the old school. It works for me. I was going to say, it seems <laughs> to be working for you, so I, why change it? But as you guys, this is a little off topic, but have you guys seen how tattoo artists now use the digital, um, those digital pads, and they design their tattoos on, like digitally, and then they just print it out and put it on the, it's a completely oh, wow. different oh, wow. world. It's, neat. it's wow. so crazy. Yeah. Huh. So, and, um, so your books, do you self-publish and we print do. them? And yes, uh, we go through a we uh, go through an independent printer, Kablam. Uh, they're the printer that we actually go through, and we we design everything and we send it to them, and they actually print it out and send the books back to us. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a cool mission to tell you know aspiring comic book designers like you don't have to if you want to do it. This do is it. possible. It's possible. It's totally possible. possible. Yeah. Yeah. We are following and living the dream. 
Yeah. Know what you're feeling. I, we talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, that line, living the dream. Like, do you ever stop and think, no, but I actually am li living the dream. Right. Like, it's, you know, when, how's it going? Oh, living the dream. And it can be used sarcastically, but when you get to do what you love to do, and sure, you got to, sometimes you got to do other stuff to pay the bills, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. but to, to chase, you know, to, to do the whole process and, and follow your dreams, that's really awesome. I love right. that you guys are doing that. That's one of the things we always say. Anyone can be ridiculous. <laughs> Just, you know, any, anyone can be ridiculous. Anyone can be ridiculous. How, how did you come up with that name? I have a feeling you had <laughs> <laughs> I'm the co-founder. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, to reiterate this, uh, it was me, uh, Nigel Frazier, the executive producer, Ryan Ross, uh, Courtney Jackson, and LeVar Queen, the co-founder also. Um, and we were just going over names, and I, I believe it was Nigel that actually came, Nigel the name, came right? over the name. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, said yeah. we should be redonkulous, and it was just like. Well, I, I'm not, I was told I wasn't supposed to curse. We we, we was originally redonkulous because uh, you know we kicked butt. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's I, right. get yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, I like that. All right. So as an executive producer, that's a pretty big title. Are you like the strategist behind it, like making sure everything comes together. Um, as an executive producer, I guess so. I, I don't, who knows? But but to me, yeah, they just gave you a title. You're like, okay. You know, it was like you know, it just stuck to me. So every, we consider ourselves very diverse, and not only like you said, living a dream. You know, when we go to cons. A lot of children, a lot of kids come up to us and they ask us, you know, they want to do the same thing. So we tell them, like, we've been together for 10 plus years. And, you know, some people don't even stick together. And for us to just be be here to be there, to go this far, we look at ourselves as blessed. We look at ourselves as just us being us and being good friends and also sticking together knowing that what we want in life, you can achieve it as well as anybody can achieve it if you stick together. And we're eight strong. And it may they may not be here, including James Brown, we never mentioned, or Michaela Foreman, which she's newfound. <laughs> But I just want to let everybody know that you're strong together, never apart. And as the executive producer, I keep it that way. So Okay. Yeah. That's a big task because when you have a lot of personalities, especially with something yeah. so creative, hello, been there. It's <laughs> it's tough to to come to decisions together and have something evolve and some people I'm sure leave and come back and it's just mm -hmm. If you can roll with that, and that's a that's a big role to have to, to hold everyone together. So, what else do you guys? So you have five books. Now you're doing the live event. Mm -hmm. How did that come about? Why did you decide you wanted to do a live event? We started off with thinking, okay, because we knew we had this book coming out, this new book, and so we started off thinking, hmm, well, let's do a Facebook watch party or do a Facebook live when this book comes out, and that just kind of evolved into, wait a minute. We have connections at Level Up. We know people at Level Up and everything. Let's actually go full speed ahead with this. Let's actually make this an event. Let's go all out. We have been officially an LLC for about three and a half years now. Yay, so congrats. So it's like just let's let's just really go all out. Let's get involved, let's get radio involved, let's do what we have to do to make this a success. Um, because we want everyone, especially in this area, to know who Redonkulous Entertainment is, um, to know who we are, what we do, what we bring to the table, and more importantly, that other people, other especially children that are coming up who have the same types of dreams and aspirations, that they can do the same thing if they put the hard work into it. So. I love it. I love it. <laughs> 
And so if you want to learn more about Redonkulous Entertainment, you can go to redonkulousent.com. And I'll spell that for you because I had to ask. It's R-E-D-O-N-K-U-L-O-U-S. I got a little secret that when I can't spell things, I ask Siri to spell it for me. <laughs> like speak to text. Uh -huh. And I'm like, okay, so that's how you spell it. So Redonkulous Entertainment. I have Kevin Ryan, Ephraim, and Tanya in the studio. So got you for a little bit longer. Is there other stuff that you want to... Um, tell the the public that maybe they don't know, or maybe you have any myths you want to debunk mm -hmm. about comic books or the comic community, uh, anything like that. The comic community is awesome. There are a strong unit of people always together. Um, there's no myth about the comics. I can say that would be a negative myth. Where just everybody in the comics or. Or you have a strong support system. Right, strong. That's, yes, that's the best way to say it, strong. I can't. Can you say anything, any myths that we could pick up, we could debunk? Uh, not really. Uh, the com the, it is strong. As you, you build, as you go to every event, you build a relationship with every vendor, and you figure out, you have to figure out your own, you know what I'm saying? But everybody helps each other come a long way. And they tell you, you have to keep going, you have to stick it out. You know what I'm saying? It's a long haul, but... <laughs> You know, I feel like because we're together and we and there's so many of us that it's kind of easier than most people. It's like two people to most comics. You know, there's not so many yeah. people that are that, that strong nowadays. So, in the comic book industry, is it can be tough, but I feel like we carry each other and being that we have so many personalities, it helps out. Yeah. So, so networking is a huge part huge. of by going to those other events. And um, do you guys ever get like and. Please don't take offense to this. Do you ever get, like, made fun of? Were you, like, the, the nerds or anything, like, doing this? Or <laughs> you just have a great supportive community? I would like to talk about that a little bit, just as, like, a parent of a kid coming up in this in this world. I've experienced a lot of support more than anything else. That's so great. But I see, like, and everywhere we go, people the people that do recognize our, our, our symbol, our, our logo, our, our brand, if you would, um, and we've we've gotten a lot of support local and different places we've gone to different states we've gone to for our cons and uh the fan base it's we may not be reaching everywhere yet but we're we're getting there slowly and we can we see it and the fans are out there they love us they they're enjoying what we have for them and if we can bring joy to people's lives i think that that works for us you know and uh and Everyone, family, friends, everybody's been in our corner pretty much the whole time. Um, it's funny you say that, though, because a uh, real quick story. I got a couple of minutes. I'll make it quick. Um, as a child growing up, I was uh, actually teased a lot because loving comic books. I was always teased. Me, Tanya, and Ryan, we was we all childhood friends. We was, we grew up being teased all the time. We was mm -hmm. called nerds and geeks and all types of names that's not necessarily true. But now that we've grown, the same people that are was teasing me is like, "Wow, you are living the dream." So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like I say, being teased means nothing. It's just stay focused. Is what's everything. That's why I can't imagine saying anything negative about the comic world. The comic world rocks, guys. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I love yeah. that message. Just, I mean, as someone who was bullied in school as mm -hmm. well, when you. Just continue with what you're doing, and if you have a passion and if you have a dream, the people who are bullying you and making fun of you, they're either a they're going to become fans. Mm -hmm. Me, I found that the people who who have anything negative to say, they're just you know reflecting something that they're going through. Right. At right. the end of the day, 
and and like you said that they're they're complimenting you now, yes, and yes. That's, I'm so happy to hear that. And they're like, oh well, and now even more comments like, can we be part of? How can I? Mm -hmm. Can we help? Yep. You know, there's it's um from the people that bullied us and teased us to the people that supported us to this day, it's support, it's unbelievable support, and it feels good to get back in uh, South Jersey. I believe, you know what I mean, showing everybody. It's an yeah. awesome feeling when we go to Comic-Cons and people say, oh, Redonculus, I remember you guys from the last Comic-Con we did, mm -hmm. or they know our logo, or they've read one of our books. Like, just kind of getting that out there and getting our brand out there and getting known, that's, like, worth the price of admission itself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, it's so, so, so what else do you guys do when you're not, when you're <laughs> not uh, making comic books? Mm -hmm. We're finding other ways to entertain people. Yeah. We're, listen, this is honest. This is the honest truth. We are always, always finding ways, always coming up with ideas to find ways to entertain everybody all mm -hmm. the time. Absolutely. So if it's not comic books, it's... Graphic novels. On yeah. a radio station talking right now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's always... Just, it's nonstop. It's always something to uh, try to entertain people. We have uh, other... Comic books coming out. Uh, my personal story that I personally wrote for 20 years, Mysterious Black Ninja. We got Eclipse, that James Brown. Mm -hmm. James yeah. Brown's yes. coming out. That's, by the way, that's one of the best stories I've ever read in my life. Um, we have, did I miss something? We have Charge, Charge. We never mentioned we Charge. We didn't mention oh, Charge. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention Charge. <laughs> he's, one of those, he's one of the books that we do have out now. Mm -hmm. yes. So we have maybe Blood Moon Tuto. <laughs> what, you want to talk about Charge? Yeah. Well, it's mostly a, a hero that became a hero out of necessity. Well, it's actually hard to explain, actually. <laughs> but, uh, Listen, I, the I, book is amazing. It has lights, <laughs> it's beans, it's action-packed. Buy it. It's 40-plus pages. It's a, we, uh, wow. Yeah, that one's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a great now. I'm telling it's you. It's more like three stories in one. If I sat here and described Charge, then we'll take all the time. It's awesome, 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 awesome. Basically, buy it. They can go on our website, actually, on the website, on the website and they can purchase it there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, the way I always describe Charge, again, as Ephraim said, is a hero's journey. So basically, he's an ordinary businessman who all of a sudden gets hit with the powers of a god. And it's like, well, okay, now when put in that situation, what would you do? Would you either use your powers for good or for evil? So he has a lot of decisions to make. His life is changing all of a sudden in an instant. So it's, again, it's kind of like, well, what would you do with all of that power? That a lot of colors, a lot of themes, a lot of action. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> There's also an Easter egg in there, so, so you got to read it to yeah. find out. <laughs> okay. And um, we also have uh, Maven Blood Moon Part 2 out. We didn't mention that. Uh, I believe that the artwork on this was from uh, Lance. Lance. And we went with a. We dance, We dabbled in a bit of um, more of uh, animated, uh, not animated, but uh, manga, manga form. Style, yes, we dab. We dab yeah. yeah. So the artwork is a little different, but it's still intriguing. The fact we like to be considered uh, more variety. So not only we have the standard, we have right. digital, we have a manga version that type style. So we want to be more diverse than about. So you have to purchase the first one to get to the second one to understand the story. But okay. it's very much something you want to read. So. It's a good story. Mm -hmm. And maybe Blood Moon 3 is in the works right now, too, may I add. And I heard that the Mysterious Black Nation might be in it. That's why I heard. I don't know. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Is that like breaking news? Yeah. Spoiler alert. That was a volume. Another spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yep. Ridiculous Entertainment. Thank you guys so much for coming today. I'm so excited to chat with you all and learn about this. Tell me one more time about this event, December 14th. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be at Level Up in the Hamilton Mall from 12 to 5 p.m. 
Um, again, it is a book signing and release party for our newest character, Arrow Shot. And how much is the book? Five dollars. What? Guys. <laughs> guys. Five dollars. Bring the kids. Bring the family. And um, we have a couple more minutes. So I want to hear, um, what are your plans for the future? Ooh. So the plans for the future, again, to reiterate since, this. Since you, since, since, since you can't see what happened, they all kind of took a breath and sat back for a second. <laughs> yeah. I mean, world domination see, sounds a little See, <laughs> what I see for the future is I guarantee you we will have commercials. Commercials? Uh, well, Facebook commercial ads, okay. promos. Uh, we're going to entertain, I promise you that. Mm-hmm. More Comic-Cons. We want to be more, probably, like you said, YouTube page. We want to dabble more. We actually want to do Webtoons. If you ever heard of the, uh, the app Webtoons, something big we want to. So we're trying to basically expand ourselves out more. So we're looking to, our future endeavors is definitely promising. So. Um, so you don't see the whole crew here, but when you see the whole crew, you'll be like, wow, this is the most redunkless people I ever met. We're going to have <laughs> skits. We're going to have everything. It's going to be a lot of entertainment. I promise you that. We live by the name. Yeah. <laughs> we live by Redunculus. I love that. Awesome. Well, I have Kevin, Ryan, Ephraim, and Tanya from Redunculus Entertainment. They are comic book creators, publishers. They produce live comic events. Don't miss the event, their book release and signing on December 14th at Leveled Up in the Hamilton Mall. Find them on social media. Visit their website, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to come hang out with me in the studio. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we will have Monica Welsh with Bo Studio and Willow Wind Company and another Atlantic City High alum. We got some (laughs) Viking pride in here. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution on News Talk 1400 WOND. Hey, hey, it's Leslie J. Welcome back to Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution. I just heard Audra playing Hanson, so I knew that we were coming back from break. That's like my cue. I am super excited because I have my old high school friend in the studio, Monica Welsh. Hi, hello. Hi, Leslie. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. This is an awesome excuse for us to see each other and catch up. And we're just like going to catch up and have like a couple thousand people listening to us catching up. I'm okay with that. But so um, you are here today to talk about being a woman business owner, entrepreneur, mom running a business because you have three babies now. I do. Holy yes. moly. Um, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> you also make it look very easy, but it is definitely not. Um, but, you know, we're doing it. I always reference we when I talk about Val and when I talk about Willow and when I talk about you know us as a family and I always say we and people are like oh you have a partner I'm like well I have my husband and I have my family and everyone sacrifices and I have my in-laws and my parents and everyone helps and everyone puts a lot forth so I can do this so we we have the business you know that's how that's how I think and that's how it gets done is everyone puts a little forth including the kids they sacrifice a lot they yeah. really do. Um, so, you know, they spend endless weekends with me at Val. Um, but I'm just truly, really lucky that I have everyone that I do. That's so great. I feel the same way because we really, we could not do, it takes, a, it truly, truly takes a village <laughs> yes. to raise children and run a business. And I know I could not do it without my mom and my family and you know, my kid's dad and like the, the whole troop. The, yeah, it's the a whole tribe. troop. It really yeah. is. And if someone 
falls off the train, you're like, who's going to pick up that slack? Yeah. So um, it's, it's exhausting. But like I said, I'm so blessed. So tell me about what, so you have two businesses or is one kind of like, are, are they involved now? Because you started out, go ahead and yeah, tell no, me how, tell they're me. Totally, they are separate entities. Um, we do have, so Willow, I've been doing Willow for the last six years after I, seven years after I got married, I did a lot of stuff for my wedding and Willow is just kind of a side thing. I work part time and finance at a land care. So that was just a side business and in meeting with brides. I kind of come to the realization that there are no smaller venues in South Jersey. So I started to think about what would appeal to people for to have a smaller, you know, to have a smaller right. wedding. So real quick for the uh, people listening, Willow, it's tell the full name so they can okay. like look you up. It's Willow Wynn Lettering and Design. And that is calligraphy, mostly digital stuff. I do invitations for weddings. Um, I super, in- I love to, just draw on everything. So um, that's where that stemmed from, obviously. But um, Leslie can tell you, we took many of art classes together. Yes. <laughs> um, so that was, so that's what Willow is. And in meeting with those brides, it kind of evolved. Val started to come about. That was definitely something I did not set out to open up a wedding chapel. I really wanted an intimate wedding space. Um, something that you could have 30 people and have a small little wedding. I originally opened it up for monet- people right. with monetary restrictions, um, and it really bloomed into something amazing. I wanted someone that did have monetary restrictions to go, this is a beautiful space. I, I have to have something small, but I don't have to sacrifice beautiful photos or a beautiful space. And that's originally why I opened Val. I We opened it in the neighborhood in Philadelphia. It's called Val Studio, V-A-U-X. Um, and we opened it up in Midtown Village, which is the neighborhood in Philadelphia. When I originally had the thought process in my head, I was like, what did I want? Right. Or, you know, what would I want for a small wedding? And that's how I decorated it. And people love it. We have young professionals. We have people that get married there and then go have a huge reception afterwards, which is really, it makes me feel great. <laughs> it really does. So That's, I want to stop and talk about just in like business 101 and marketing and something that I learned and something that sticks with me is do something that you wish you had and that you wish was available to you. And that's why I, so if you follow, you know my social media and I get a lot of backlash on the stuff that I share. But the reason I share it is because I wish that there was stuff out there when I was going through a hard time with my body image and divorce and all the stuff. Exactly. To let, I mean, in your in your case right like that there's some there's someone else going through this and right. that you have that kind of support and even though it doesn't make you feel i mean it might not make you feel better immediately just to know that other people are going through this and that's when i started val i was like what would i want that's number one right I, my husband and i had a 200 person wedding and then we lived with my in-laws the, for the following year to save up to buy a house and i know that some people don't want to do that there's a lot of millennials with air quotes um, <laughs> that are opting for, you know, to be a little more savvy with their money. Yeah. And, you know, they're opting to buy a house, but they could still have this beautiful space to get married in. 
And that's really what I wanted to present. And location-wise, I really feel a strong tie to Philly because my husband went to school there. My brother currently goes to school there. My dad is from there. Um, I do think that the architecture is also beautiful it in, is, yeah. <laughs> in Philly. So um, I really do feel like it's home. That's I love that. I love that. So you were originally thinking South Jersey and then you went to Philly. Do you do you get a lot of people like from this area? Like where are people from who are using Val? No. Um, a lot of people are local to Philly. Okay. Um, I feel like I haven't done enough marketing to really branch out um, to the South Jersey. Oh, the reason why I did not open it in South Jersey is because we're very close to Atlantic City. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to be perceived as a cheesy Vegas chapel. Okay. Um, that is really what I wasn't going for. I wanted it to be more bespoke and very, um, just when you walk in, you, that, <laughs> when you walk in, you feel like this is where I want to get married. You don't feel like you're compromising. You don't feel, you know, that you're, it's not what you want. Right. People are like, this is what I want immediately when they walk in. And if it's not what they want, that's then fine that's too. Okay too. But it's it's an option for people who want a smaller wedding, but they don't want to get married in like a bar or a VFW. Because or at the restaurant that they're having their, exactly, the, rece- the, reception the reception. Yeah. Which I, a lot of people are doing that. A lot of people are like, we need this date because we already have our reception oh, plans. Okay. And we've decided that this is a better option or a sweeter option. And we are so close to Center City. So there are endless, wonderful restaurants to have your reception in. And like I said, we have couples that come there and get married and then go to the the Doubletree on Broad Street or go to the Love in Philly and have a larger reception with dancing and drinking and partying. And it, it's it's really great that I see the broad people come, just the two of them, and get eloped. And then I have people that I come. Love that. They fit all twenty two people in there, and then they go to a restaurant afterwards. Which That's is what incredible. I was going to ask. The capacity. Okay, is- so we we restricted to twenty two guests. That's not including the couple. That's not including their photographers, their videographers, or their officiants. Okay. So I twenty two guests. Twenty two yeah. guests. I do like it to feel comfortable. We can fit forty two in the space. So the capacity goes up if you're booking a party or a small dinner. But for the wedding, I do like to limit it. I to the I love your pictures. Are uh, are you like you. a trained photographer too or you just I, happen to be really good at it or um, I'm really good with my iPhone. Um so the photos on Vow are always tagged with the photographer that had taken okay. the, the photo. Um a lot of them are from styled shoots that we have. At Val, it's just so what we offer. They're all around, taken around Val, outside of Val, in Val, or around Center City to show what, what you can do when you come, what we have to offer. Um, we have, we work with um, quite a few photographers. Okay. Um, we currently are running um, two promotions. We have a winter wedding bundle right now with um, Heidi Roland Photography. And that is... Our bit largest package, our best wishes package, um, also with two hours of photography. And she gives you all the images, and that is, she's based in, she's a Philly photographer. We also have an upcoming kind of event on Valentine's Day. We are trying to book 12 weddings to every hour on the hour. Okay. And so <laughs> I know. So we're trying to do that with little, it's a, a much smaller package. It's the couple. 
mm-hmm. us four guests, and then with Heidi, and she will take photos, and it's a little half an hour ceremony, officiant is included, so that is something that I think is sweet if you're, if you're, if you're planning on getting married on Valentine's Day. That's cool. So yeah. you provide your... So can people bring their own officiants and photographers if they want? And but if they they walk in and they say we don't have anybody, you can say okay, here you exactly. open your book and that's exactly it. So I come as part of a package. Um, I'm the officiant. I will marry you. It's wonderful. Um, but <laughs> a lot of people have a cousin that's ordained, or they have their their pastor. We are non denominational, so really, however you choose to get married. Pennsylvania does have um, different laws in New Jersey. They have a Quaker um, certificate where the couple can actually marry themselves. Oh. So I know. It's a different kind of um, license. Okay. But it is very cool. We've had people do that as well. So the couple actually stand up and say their vows, and then they will sign their certificate in front of everyone, which is really cool. And then they're married. And then they're married. And then wow. that's it. They could have done it in their living room. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's that, dangerous. It's like, <laughs> imagine like having like a, it's like that Bruno Mars song. <laughs> they're all out partying and I think I want to marry you. And then the next well, day you're do. like, oh my God. <laughs> they do have a 72 hour waiting period. Okay. okay. So, and it is. From what I heard, it is more pricey. I'm not sure exactly how much more pricey it is. But they're like, mm, we're going to let you think about this. Can you imagine if we had that in Atlantic City? Uh, no. <laughs> I could not imagine. Uh, there would be a little, the divorce rate would be a lot higher. Yeah, it would. Sure. Oh, my gosh. Um, so that is, so it's, it's really cool. It was actually very cool just learning all the different, I mean, it's the legality of it. Yeah. But it's, it was really cool to learn all the different options that they have in Pennsylvania that they offer. Um, we currently offer three packages for Val. We have um, an elopement package. It is the couple and two people. And then we have a intimate affair package, which is the couple and up to 11 guests. And then we have a best wishes package that is the couple up to 22 guests. And like you said, I'm the officiant. If they wanted to bring one, they're more than welcome to. Um, we also have quite a few photographers we work with. We work with Allie Wilson, a photo who is local to South Jersey. Um, we work with a few that are local to Pennsylvania or Philadelphia area. Um, I do like to spread the small business love. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. So where can they find information uh, on Val? Val. Okay. For Val, you can go right to our website. It's valstudio.com, V-A-U-X studio.com. Um, there, all of our packages are actually listed on the front page. You can go check out our gallery. You can go check out a preferred vendors page, dresses, hair, makeup, the whole bit. Um, then it's a kind of a very easy if you are like, I don't know what I want, and I know I want something small. It's kind of a, a bundled for them on the website. Um, and then you can contact me via the website. I will usually respond within 48 hours. So, but I do have three kids, so <laughs> give me some slack. Um, and then for Willow, we have a gallery at willowwindletteringanddesign.com, um, but you can typically contact me via Instagram. Instagram yeah. is the easiest. Instagram is really, yeah. Slide into Monica's <laughs> DMs. <laughs> you may definitely do that. If you want to find like, out all about, all about. So do you, is it only weddings or if someone wants like a small celebration room or like a different type of event, or you just make it easy, stick with weddings. Um, we have been sticking with weddings. Okay. I have 
I did my baby shower last year there and it was wonderful but we don't have a kitchen so it's harder to accommodate food um, yeah we have partnered with Garcia's okay. which is at the Kimmel Center and they are incredible they will yeah. they have made us small packages for a sweets pack- package and a savory package if someone wanted to do a very small reception um, afterwards that is they make it very easy for me but for outside caterers to come in I haven't branched out that far yet i feel like that's um, like a whole nother yes. dragon to and it, tame and it is and i mean insurance purposes and things yeah. like that it definitely does make it a little more um iffy yeah <laughs> okay yeah so that's you know do you have a favorite wedding that you've done um, or one that just i can imagine like marrying people i would be like crying and <laughs> do you get I emotional like, <laughs> when i was pregnant okay i can't <laughs> when i was pregnant I would be saying these vows, and just tears would be streaming <laughs> down my face. I could not hold it together. And I did a, so I did an event with Kimmel Center. Mm-hmm. And it was in September. I did an event with Kimmel Center, and we married three couples. And I stood up there, and I said the vows, and I was just like stoic and amazing, and I was so impressed. And I look in the back, and the girl that ran the whole thing, is she's just <laughs> high, and I'm like, that's what I used to look like. <laughs> so, but when you're pregnant, you're so emotional, and you've been planning the wedding with these people. for Some of them, you've been planning months. Some of them, weeks. Um, I do have, I have people that come in, they're like, we want to get married next week. Um, so it is, it is very emotional, and I do love all my couples, but... My first couple to get married in the space um, was a couple. They were Herbie and Chris, and they were incredible. We've been in Philly Wedding Mag with them. We've been in Philly Mag. We got Best of Philly with their photo, right, like smack dab on the page for Best in Philly. So I think that that might have been one of my most favorite. They just had their one-year anniversary in October, and they had a huge reception. They had like a giant party. It was incredible. Obviously followed via Instagram, but um, that was that was amazing. It's really amazing. That was probably one of my favorite weddings. My favorite style shoots um, was done with um, Sarah Fitz Photography and Everlemon Events. Um, Brittany Lemonager. They were amazing. They came in. They transformed the whole space, which really gave. Um, which really gave you a whole new look on it. They took down all the decor that I usually have, and they had a florist come in, and she did these beautiful, like, curly willow branches up the walls, and they set it up. It showed me the space in a whole new light, which is different. It, it yeah. was amazing. It's a, incredible to work with other creatives that can come in, and they're like, we're going to just undo what you've done and transform it. And it was really, it was really great. That was one of my favorite, so far, one of my favorite style shoots we've done. I love that. I would be crying all the time. I used to, when I worked at Laguna and I worked people's weddings, I would like be crying. Like I didn't even know these people. They just came in and I'm like serving their champagne. I'm like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like what's wrong with me? We got married. Well, we had a reception at Laguna. We didn't get married at Laguna, but we definitely had a reception. And it was was amazing. Well, I didn't work yours. (laughs) No, you didn't. Sadly. Um, and oh. so, yeah, just how's it? It's very like fulfilling. I'm it is, sure. Most yeah. definitely. I, and everyone goes, oh, this is so, you know, how do you, how did you come up with this idea and how do you execute it? And, and, you know, you're working, living your dream and working your dream. And I always say to people, there's 
I, I I love it. I absolutely do love it, and I am definitely, most definitely fulfilled by it. But there are days you don't want to go. There are days you don't want to answer emails. And yeah. I feel like that is with everything. There are days mm-hmm. I don't want to leave my children. There are days that I do want to leave my children and I know where to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's, you don't want to, um, you know, it it's amazing, but I still have, you know, I still work Willow. I still work part-time at Atlanticare. Um, there are just, you have responsibilities and you have things you have to do. So it's not all fun and games all the time. Um, but I, I know that Instagram perceives it that way. But <laughs> Thank you for saying that because I think as moms and especially in the social media age, we have so much pressure on ourselves to be the best moms ever and not feel like crap some days and... You know, there are times when we cannot wait to get to work because we need a break because we're human and having three babies who, you know, it's just, it is what it is. And we are, we have so much pressure on ourselves and especially when you run your own business, that's like a baby as well because it's your passion and everything Everything you have goes into it. Everything, yeah, and you're divided so many different ways. Yeah, and I think that's something that is not talked about nearly enough because we were made to feel like we gotta. Life is so awesome oh, all I, the time. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like I always look this way. Yeah, no, exactly. It's not you know, and that's I feel. Like I will go. My husband's like, you're always so tired. And in Atlantic here, all, all I do do is like sit at a desk. But mentally, I'm exhausted, and I'm wearing so many hats. And you do, you know, you're. I'm just mentally exhausted. Physically, I've done nothing, but mentally, I'm exhausted. And that's sometimes I just. The other night, I forgot my phone at home, and my husband's like, "Do you want to run back in and get it?" And I was like, "No, I don't." I was like, I don't want to answer an email because I feel obligated if I see these emails come through and I'm not doing anything else mm-hmm. at that time, I feel obligated to respond. And some days oh. I'm just like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you're 48 hours. No, I'm, yes. kidding, I'm not. I'm not. But um, I do set aside time for that. And then sometimes that time that's today, baby had took her nap and she woke up midway through her nap and emails did not get finished today. Um, because then I have, my days are so planned out mm-hmm. that it's difficult to to get to everything. And if something throws a wrench in it, it's very hard to adjust. So um, no one's getting emails today. <laughs> but But also understanding that even if those emails didn't get sent today and you had your time scheduled later today you still deserve your time to not be doing something and that's oh my god when you said about the emails i was like hello it took me Uh like two years to understand that just because a client is emailing me at 10 p.m i don't need to be responding it the boundaries i needed to learn how to set because then from the emails it's the texts exactly and the oh my god the text please blanket statement do not text me before 10 a.m and do not text me after like 7 p.m just out of respect even if it's just something you're thinking use email that's just business hours put it in a note we'll get to it well the technology nowadays i feel like people feel that they 
that you should always be available to them. Yes. I feel like I've noticed that too. And um, I realized that I always used to say to clients, call me or text me. Mm-hmm. And because I want to be available for you, I want right. you to feel like I'm here for you, that I'm not just, you know, that you give me your money. Yeah, I'm taking your money. And okay. Of. Yeah. Um, but then I got very sick when after I had Harper and I had put out to everyone. I called my brides beforehand, but I had a bride that had a question and she couldn't get a hold of me because I was I was ill and she lost her mind. <laughs> I felt terrible for her and I ended up giving her, she ended up being there all day. She got dressed there, got her hair and makeup done. She was a delightful, delightful girl. But since I was so responsive with her Mm -hmm. and then then all of a sudden sudden I wasn't, Mm -hmm. she got scared, which rightfully so. It was two weeks before your wedding and and you had a a valid question and concern, Um, but I wasn't there for her. So creating those boundaries is definitely um, key to keeping your sanity. It is. And as a mom and as, as a know, partner, as a, as a, as a, as a anything, you run anything. your household as a human being. Exactly. <laughs> it's so, so important. I'm so glad that you're talking. You're like, so many people don't want to like talk about this stuff and they just stay at home and like wonder, you know, feel like there's something so wrong good. with them or like they just deal with stresses. I mean, the... Stress literally made me so sick. And when yes. you say that, that sounds so stupid. No, but it's like, not. Yeah. why do you, I remember I had a client that like, I was in the hospital and they're like, okay, but who's going to take pictures of this event? That's- like I am, you know, like I don't, and it's hard because as you're probably the same like personality as me where like we want to, we're perfectionist. We want to do things the best we know how. Exactly. So we set those standards. And I love that you have a 48 hour return policy, not return policy, the email answer exactly. policy because, and I've started doing that too, because I, now that I do so many different things, I'm not at my desk nine to five. You it's, know, some days I'm at events or, or I'm like, this is the, my kids are in school and I have no groceries in my house. I'm out grocery shopping. Like, you're like, so, my kids need to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I understood, like, that was, like you said, being in the hospital. I was in the ICU walking around with, like, my pole, right, up out of bed, talking to a bride. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in the ICU. I just had a baby. And she was like, okay, well, I have family coming in from Florida and they want to attend the wedding. Is that okay? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. I have to, like, I'm going to go now, you know, and that's, they, a lot of people, they're so, they, they don't understand what you have going on. And when you perceive like, this is my, you know, when you put out there, like I have children and this is my life, I do feel like people are a little more respectful Mm -hmm. and a little more forgiving um, when they know what you have going on behind the scenes. Thank you so much, Monica Welsh of Bow Studio and Willow Wynn. And we're going to put everything up on volumeuponline.com where you can find her, find all about her businesses. It is so good Thank to see you. So you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Leslie. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick bake, break, not a bake, and we'll...
Hey, hey, it's Leslie J. Welcome back to Volume Up, the lifestyle radio revolution. Audra coming through with all the good old school Hanson songs that nobody knows. I appreciate you. <laughs> Welcome back. We are live in studio for our second hour of our season finale show. This is our last show of 2019. So if you're listening, make sure that you connect with us at volumeuponline.com. And I'm going to give you more details later in the hour about where you can stay connected with me while we are not on air. But for now, I have in studio Kelly and Craig of Kelly and Craig Photography. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hello. How are you? Good. Good. We're excited to be here. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay, awesome. So you guys are both photographers, correct? And yes. Yes. you formed... So I'm just going to let you explain <laughs> how you came about. Well, we have a mutual friend in the business that we both shoot with, who has become a dear friend. So we have to give a shout out to Mac Ruber, um, who suggested to Craig that he reach out to me and we should get some coffee. Thought we'd be a I'll, good... A, like a work a collaboration? Fit. Well, no, no. Just he he's aware of our... We were both currently single at that yeah, Okay, all right. Our, so our he was playing some matchmaking. And he saw a connection, possibly. Okay. And uh, yeah, he had no idea a year later he would be photographing our surprise wedding. So... Yeah. So good. tell Actually, me about your surprise less wedding. Than a year. <laughs> so we were just sitting around. We both we both been married before, and it was. Um, we didn't want anything big, just something right. simple. You so know? we knew we were like been there, done that. Let's just. It's just about us. Like, save yeah, save some dollars and well, not even yeah. that. Yeah, just not even that. Simple. Just, we just knew we just wanted okay. us and our kids. We just wanted and, the people that meant the most to us to be there. Yeah. So close family, uh, you know, children, siblings, things like that, and you know, we just. We just wanted it to be a surprise for them so they wouldn't feel like they were obligated to bring gifts and chip in. And we just didn't want them to worry about anything. We wanted to just surprise them. Well, and we both have had uh, quite a few surprises in our life that were not exciting. (laughs) So we thought this is a great way to celebrate something good. So we were sitting at actually Enlightened Cafe and in about an hour planned our whole wedding. It was great. That is impressive. It was great. I mean, to to pull off a surprise like that in... And at all is super impressive. Were there any uh, roadblocks that you hit? Like, oh, how are we going to keep this a secret? Or like, how are we going to? No, we just no, decided um, nobody knew if or when we were engaged. So I, I didn't either. It was like seven days before the wedding. I'm like, are we like, was, is there there so many like, things are we engaged? Were, like, what's happening here? There were simply so many things up in the air through the whole summer because I moved uh, from Palmyra, New Jersey, with my youngest daughter Samantha, um, we moved down here and moved in with Kelly and her daughter Emma. So, but shout out to Emma. Emma, I was instructed. Oh, is she listening? Name. The name must hear. She goes, "Mommy, please, I just just make sure you talk about me." Hey, Emma. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we were just. I forgot what I was saying. We were about um, planning for the wedding. And planning for engaged. the wedding. So yeah. we kept it simple. We just told everybody that. It was Kelly's birthday weekend and that I was going to surprise her with, I was going to propose to her and then we were going to have a photographer there to do pictures. And then everybody, I suggested everybody come because we weren't going to do any sort of big formal wedding. It would be something small, our pastor, justice of the peace, just us. It would be quick, private and, you know, so I said, if you want to be involved, this will be the the big thing we'll go to a nice dinner afterwards so dress like we're going to you know a restaurant with 
linens and <laughs> yeah. you know not paper napkins but so they would know to dress a little nicer mm-hmm. and so when they they showed up um we we had somebody waiting at our house and they followed her um poe over to where they thought was going to be the site of the proposal and instead our friend matt was there with a box of save the dates and he passed them all out and when they opened them it was inviting them to our wedding that was about to happen in 15 minutes. Yeah, get to the church. So it was nice. And we were hiding in the parking lot. Yeah, Yeah. watching everybody show up. That's so cool. And then we walked down the aisle together and just did it. Yeah, we did. It was nice. Had a great dinner with Chef Pam Green. Yep. Hi, Chef Pam. Yeah. Love Chef Pam. Great food. Fantastic night. Phenomenal job. Yep. And it was nice. It was just simple. It wasn't a big thing. We didn't have a DJ. It was just like a big family dinner. Okay. Um, Just everybody there that we wanted to be there. And... It was nice. We just wanted them to be there and be a part of it. So and it was good, and we pulled it off. Once that was done, we officially made the business decision to merge our businesses. Yeah, well, we had been we had been working we've been on working it, on now, it slowly. Now it's now it kind of just it made yeah. sense, you know. You're yeah, well, and we had to, um, you know, for the past two at least two years, the two of us have mostly um, been second shooters for other wedding photographers. Okay. Uh, just due to our situations. I was a single dad. Both my girls lived with me. It was really hard um, to try and maintain a, a good client Yeah, just everything that with, comes yeah. that is in that comes with, you know, running a business, the marketing, yeah. the logistics of it, child care, all that stuff. And Plus I worked a full time job. Oh gosh. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> and Kelly was pretty much in the same boat. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we had to put our our desire to have our own photography business as our like shooting our own weddings um, and do those occasionally if, when we could fit them in, but pretty much work with others. So we've both been photographing weddings for years. You know, I've probably been doing it about ten years. Uh, you probably almost I've, the same, right? I've at been least. about fifteen, sixteen yeah. years. So. So although we're we're now merging and starting from scratch with a new business, it's it's not like we're brand new photographers, you know. So we bring a lot to the table. But we are getting to look at what worked, what didn't work. So yes. now we're kind of rebranding and reimagining, like what can we do now? How can we be better? How can we just attack this market and just kill it? And yeah. you you had a little bit of a following already, so it was cool to to a say bit, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. We took his following, my following, we merged it. Um, so the next thing on the agenda is website for January 2020. Right. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, and then it'll be marketing and, and you know, really pushing to be out there. And, you know, we try to be pretty visible in the Brigantine community. Kelly yeah. has been. But now that I'm part of the team here, you know, we try to stay uh, to stay to visible, to do a lot of things. Yeah, because they all know her, you know. And something that I, as as you know, past modeling experience, you need to be comfortable with your photographers. And I know I've worked with Kelly, so I know that. And I worked with Leslie. It was a dream. It's like you show up and she just knows exactly what to do. It was fantastic. It's always the best. But it's, you know, getting yourself out there. So Kelly, do you want to talk a little bit about your spotlight local? Yes. So I started when I moved because when my life took a giant uh, flip upside down on me. I made the decision to leave Pennsylvania and come to New Jersey. So I needed to meet local people. I needed mm-hmm. to meet businesses. I needed to people know who I was, what I was about. So I started going around to local business owners. I introduced myself and I said, hey, I'd like to spend 10, 15 minutes with you, photograph you, tell a little bit about your story. 
um, I named it Spotlight on Local, and then it gets posted on my page, and then in turn they share it on their page. So it's just a nice way to kind of build a community, like a collaboration, and local yeah. businesses, and it's so important to support local. So important, especially in Brigantine, especially in not Brigantine. for nothing. Okay, <laughs> yes. I'm go- I'm just gonna like attack the elephant in the room because that's what I do best. <laughs> It is that island. First of all, it's like thirty years in the past. Not in a bad way. No, I but love just it. it's like stepping yeah. back in time. And even though I went to high school at Atlantic City High School, and I know a lot of like I never hung out in Brigantine. I one of my best friends lived there, but like I think we were best friends because she wasn't like in with the cool Brigantine kids. You know, like she was always at my house. And it was just, you know, even I worked at, like I was talking, Monica is from, our, my past guest, she's from Brigantine. So I worked at a Brigantine bar, and that's how I know some of the people. But then when I moved there full time almost two years ago and sent my kids to school there, and I am a city girl. So <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm getting better, but like when people are friendly to me or like, well, I'm like, what are they doing? Like what? I just don't have that, that suburban socialization even. So you guys will get a kick out of this. The, in our, in our new house where I'm at, a neighbor across the street just knocked on my door <laughs> and like, I had to answer it because my I was like taking a nap on the couch. You because couldn't see him from the window. Did, Didn't move the curtains. And see no, <laughs> they saw me, so like I had to answer. And she just came in and sat on the couch and started chatting. And I was like, "This is crazy." Yeah, it this is nice is, though. It's I nice. didn't mind it, but I was like, "This is the first time this is ever." Is this how people make friends? Like I yeah. was, yeah. and no, I was I'm, saying, like my kids have friends, but I am still getting into the community. And by you, kind of like coming approaching me that really meant a lot and we collaborated and now we're friends and here we are and i think that might you know be contributing to your success Uh, yeah it's so important to be visible like i do the farmer's market Mm -hmm. um we're coming up on our fourth year i think i'm in and that is it's so important it's so important people look for us they know what corner we're on they ask for us. If I miss a Saturday because I'm shooting a wedding, people are, why aren't you here? Where were you? So it's so important to just become a part of the community and, and be was... active as much as you can be. And it's so important that as local businesses there on that island, we support each other. We have to. And that was interesting for me because I got thrown had, into the... Yeah. This past summer was my first summer with the... <laughs> the 4 a.m. wake-up call oh. for the farmer's market. But I was like, it's so important. And it is, and it's, it's kind of like a little break for me. Because yeah. every Saturday morning, you've got, you know, that good chunk of time where you go, everybody knows your name, everyone mm-hmm. knows your face, you get to meet the tourists, you get to talk to them. A lot of the people that come to know who we are now that from stopping in there, and they're, they're nice, they just stop too. in, and each week they're there, and they stop in, they always say hello. Always say hello. And then even if they don't shop with me every week, they're shopping with me at least three, four times out of that season, and that's great. Yeah, and it's nice. And it's need. just, it's nice, again, to be to be visible there. Now, so you mentioned moving, totally different environment. So we moved from Palmyra, New Jersey, which is the complete opposite end of New Jersey. And uh, we came here, and living now in, like, a beach town is mm-hmm. so different. It is. It's weird. Like, you don't see – there's there's the leaves don't change colors. Yeah, you don't like, see where, them. like, where are the trees? I I'm mean, like, like well, I, drive, I drive all the way almost back to where I moved from for work four days a week. So 
I still get to see them. But like my daughter was like, it's weird. I'm like, is it the leaves? She's like, yes. Like it's, it's a, it's a different thing, but um, you know, like right now it's real slow. It's cold. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. Just drive around. There's nobody. It's, it's nice, you know? And, um, but it's also, but nice even when it's busy, it's not crazy busy. It's not like you're in ocean city or you're in wildwood yeah. or you're in Cape May where you just can't move around. You still move around. It just takes a couple minutes longer. But so it's, it's also nice, nice, though, because it is such a small community that everybody's looking out for everybody else's kids, too. Like, it really is a village. Yeah. So you know you can send your girls, you know, to different places, and you know that everyone's keeping an eye. Yeah, I, le- I learned that over Halloween. This was my son's first year. You have like, a nice Halloween going, there, right? Going and then they to shut do it down. <laughs> his own thing for Halloween. And I was, if you ask Eric, my boyfriend, he was like, you need to chill out. Because I was like, oh, my God. I was like... I had the, the tracking the on his phone and I was like, okay, we're four blocks from him right now. Cause we were out trick or treating and he was like, if you don't leave him alone, <laughs> like I just, no, it's tough. Yeah. It's, we haven't let our girls venture out alone yeah. yet. I think but we're they're getting also there. Girls and they're, they're girls they're, and they're a couple they're 10 years and ago. almost 12. They're, yeah. Yeah. They're getting there. My son they're will be, there. he's in seventh. So it's, it's, it's a little, a different, that's the age where it definitely becomes, yeah. it's a little different now. Yeah, so. this was a big a big adjustment and definitely a learning experience for me because I never, um, growing up in the city. Oh, yeah, you know, keep them close, right? You yeah. keep them close. Yeah. But I also, um, just this is an example I use all the time, I never had any problems being a woman in the middle of a city, working in casinos, walking home at two o'clock in the morning because I have street smarts. I know how to carry yeah, myself. It's very different. But I, I walk down the street that way in Brigantine. It's totally yeah. different. I remember saying to, and I've talked about this on air before because it still cracks me up. I'm like, Eric, how do you have so many friends? And then we'll like go for a walk. And I'm like, do you know that person? He's like, no. And I'm like, but you were just talking to them. That's so, like, yeah. I grew up, you They're don't talk friendly. to strangers. Yeah. And I'm like, because oh. Samantha I'll, said I'll that talk when we people's moved. Ears off, but well, Sam said that too when they moved here. She's like, how does she know everybody? Yeah, everybody knows <laughs> Kelly. Everybody knows Kelly. We're on the beach and she's Emma stopping C. and she's like, hey, there's some guy over there talking to her. I'm like, it's okay. She knows <laughs> them. She knows a lot of people here. It's okay. I think that's the first time I knew who you were because we were at the jetty and. One of my friends okay. went to talk to you, and I was like, I think that Poe oh, po works yes, with yeah. her because yeah. I was working po with Poe at the yeah. time. And Poe helped she came me meet on a lot the show. of people, too. Yeah. Yeah, we, we listened. Oh, yeah. She, because she has quite a fan club, so she's great. She yeah. sure yeah. does. She's Miss, Miss Social she's, as well. She's enjoying her warm weather in Florida right now. Well, she's, so. well yeah, Colorado, Colorado, she's getting some she's snow, getting right? Snow. Yeah. Yeah, she. Living a life, I guess. Yeah. Someday. Goals, right? That's yeah. what we want to be when we grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit about what it's like for you guys as business owners. You know, positive experiences, you know, the some maybe some hurdles that you have to tackle. Because that's kind of what Monica and I were talking about, and it's something that I experience as well, especially as parents, you know, finding that balance. And, you know, putting yourself out there. Talk a little bit about that. It's definitely hard. And we made the decision. Um, I did have another full-time job last year. We made the decision um, together that I would stay home and go back to working from home. Because our girls, it's their schedule's crazy. Mm. And we try really hard to encourage them to participate in everything. And Try it all. Us 
working for ourselves allows them to do that. Mm-hmm. So if they need to go to basketball practice or dance, we can do that. We can put our business stuff on hold. Um, it's still, I, I do like it though because the days are never the same. Mm-hmm. I can sort of schedule my own yeah. routine and it can we can tweak it as we need to. But at the same um, time, it's pretty hectic. It gets very hectic. It can get lonely, too, because I'm the one at home yes. doing all the editing. Talk about this, because... It can get really lonely. Yeah. You're sitting in front of your computer all day. And then so I the come days. home, and it's like... And just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've been at work all day, yes. and you are you just need yeah. quiet, and she's like, oh my God, an adult to talk to, well, right? Well, not only that, by the time he gets... He gets home about 15 minutes after the kids. So and they've oh. just been... They've <laughs> we been have a firing at me, and we... <laughs> We go every day and we have a 10-minute conference and we hide in the bathroom because there's nowhere else for us to go. <laughs> we so, have a small, our house is small. I go, let's go. It's time for our meeting. So about 4.20, now the kids are going to know. We go in the bathroom. Oh. We have our 10-minute recap of like, okay, this needs to happen. That needs to happen. This happened today. I got this, this email just, from this client, like all that. Yeah. He also has, sometimes I can check in with him at lunch and I'll kind of fill him in real quick. So he's some flexibility. Yeah. I've been I've been pretty fortunate. The the job I have, I work in manufacturing, and um, they've been real solid through everything: separation, divorce, moving, Moving, getting remarried, everything. They've been amazing and understanding what a drive offered me. Work a little longer Monday through Thursday, and how about you have off Fridays? So that's been great. Yeah, that's that's been helpful because Friday. Now a lot of Fridays all summer long, I was shooting weddings. Mm Um, which was good because I'm still working and able to connect and work with other professionals and keep my skills current and up to date and, you know, sharp. And then um, weekends we would have the market. market. And then a lot of times Sundays she would have something or we would try to get to church, um, try to do some things with the kids. And it's that's been rough. So our, our future, we'd like to yeah, see what happens. Yeah, right now. But um, definitely, um, you know, partnering up with some other photographers as well, um, working with them, doing weddings, working with them, shooting weddings with them, and then building our business. We're, we're thinking by the time, say, 2022 should be our big year because uh, weddings typically book about a year yeah. out. Yeah. And being at the end of the year now, we, we have some starting next year but they're, they're all starting late right well and then during the week we fill our calendar with things like corporate headshots real estate right. agents need headshots Family so that's kind of what i'm shooting during the week um you know you know it doesn't take long it's fast i can get in and out so i try and schedule all those kind of shoots during school hours yeah oh, which yeah. is great and then i can come to them so if it's a real estate office i can go to them set it up boom be in and out in 45 minutes yeah so anything Everyone like gets what you know need. high school senior portraits senior photos you know if you need yeah. corporate headshots realtors lawyers business owners whatever um, families, holiday but stuff. But even just regenerating all that paperwork. Ooh, like just yeah. changing the logos, changing yeah. all. So all of that rebranding is kind of still happening. Because mm-hmm. every time you think you've got all the paperwork caught up, you're like, oh, this one still has the old info on it. And you have to yeah. go back and tweak it. Yeah. Contracts, websites, all of it. Yeah. Well, I'll be happy to help in any, yeah, in, in <laughs> any way, seriously. Because I, yeah. I purposely, you know, took off just because of experiencing the madness of the schedule for <clears throat> this is my business was an official LLC um, in September 2016. So I'm three years in now and I just destroyed myself with my schedule because it's what you have to do, especially as a yeah. single parent. You got to go, 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 go because yeah. you don't really have another choice. Yeah. 
And this year, I was like, you know what? I'm not like self care to me is is saying no, saying yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, we're going to go to break in a minute and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this. But, you know, understanding that. And so point being for December and January, the show's on hiatus and I am spending time with the family and I'm, you know, doing things like, oh, what do my contracts look like? All that stuff. So um, we are in studio with Kelly and Craig of Kelly and Craig Photography. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. And we will be right back with more volume up on News Talk 1400 WOND. We'll see you in a few. Leslie J. Welcome back to Volume Up on our last segment of our season finale show on Saturdays from 1 to 3. I am going to be making an announcement about uh, where you can keep up with us towards the end of the show. But we are back in studio with Kelly and Craig of Kelly and Craig Photography. So you guys have a lot of uh, little events that you go to coming up. You want to tell me a little bit about those? Yes. So in addition to photographing people... I also kind of dove a little bit deeper into the creative side of things and getting a little bit more involved with the graphic art of it. Okay. So I've recently, that's how, which is what I do when I'm at the farmer's market. So I offer, I bring my product line. It's a little bit more landscape photography, beach scenes. I created a poster line for Brigantine. So these upcoming events will all have those as well as getting gift certificates or booking sessions with us for the 2020 season. So on Tuesday, we're going to be at the Seppin Shop at The Cellar in Brigantine. And then tomorrow, we're going to be with Lynn from See Me Glow in Atlantic yes, City. She was on our show last week. At the Community Market. So come out to that. And then on December 8th is your last shot. If you don't have a picture yet for your Christmas card, you can still snag one. Come over to Brigantine at the, um, the Brigantine, the golf, the links. And you can set up a time with us. It's all on our Facebook page, Kelly and Craig Photography. It's December 8th, and from 11 to 3, we will be offering pictures that you can snag and use for your holiday card. And it's a super affordable rate, and it's not... I saw this, and I wanted to talk to you about it, because I know a lot of people who just think it's too much work to do a family photo session. They're like, oh my God, like, I literally am lucky that my kids ate today. Like, just the thought of, you know, scheduling and... It can be super stressful. So you guys have made it super easy. You'd still hope that they, you know, sign up ahead of time and all that stuff. But you have a really affordable rate. Yes. And they can come, you know, get dressed, come over, snap your pictures, and still have them in time for Christmas. It's not too late, guys. It's only November 30th. Take a breath. (laughs) Quick and painless. Not too late. We just finished our last round of full mini sessions yesterday. We were in Bucks County. 
Okay. And that was a whirlwind. It was nonstop. I couldn't believe how good. fast the day flew by, but our families all showed up. They were amazing. Their outfits were fantastic. Yeah, and can't, can't wait to show some. I know. I mean, we spent we 15 minutes. Yeah, it was at the great. the back of our cameras like, we're oh, like this, this is great. Is the best. This is great. Next family. Oh, this is the best. Yeah. Just really good stuff. Yeah. And it doesn't, you, you just have to come into it not expecting too much because it's not it shouldn't be stressful it should be really easy yeah, it should be fun and it's sometimes fun. the pictures of the kids screaming are really funny right like, real. like, yeah, you I'm, have to know when your real. kids are two three four five it's that's their age it's yes. mm-hmm. don't expect them to sit still You're we're gonna get them up and get moving that perfect portrait where everybody is poised and it's not going to happen. If you, you're lucky, if you can get everybody looking at the camera at right. the same time, we've but so, and that's your yeah. job too. Like and we try. <laughs> and it, so I remember my family was always we always did huge photo shoots, but like themed, like wild. We had I think she's retired now. I'm sorry if she's not. Um, but we had a photographer who would do these like crazy. She would do the photo shoot and then like Photoshop us like skiing down the roof of the bit, like crazy oh, fun, stuff. Fun. But <laughs> I'm the oldest of five kids, and I had four younger brothers, all from like they're all only a year or two apart. So you can imagine. And she used to do. I remember. Um, like hide the snack so like she would have snacks in all my brother's hands and she'd be like one two three hide the snack and they'd all hide and like she would snap yeah. the picture so it's kind of you you want them to trust you to yeah. just just come and that's part of what makes you great photographers you is want that them to you look can, natural yeah well yeah. And we try to just tell the parents it's more about the relationship like mm-hmm. if you have a two-year-old and a three-year-old let us just capture your what it is right now right. it's just you playing ring around the rosy or singing. each parent holding a hand and swinging you like that's just that's their age mm-hmm. when they're a little bit older like between 9 and 11 you can line everybody up and go look at the camera and you're going to get that picture yeah then but you can like pull their hair you better smile for this or exactly. I'm gonna- <laughs> you can always <laughs> tell though yeah <laughs> yesterday I mean we had some families but, um, they were all friend, fantastic their boys were just amazing they were well behaved they were just these handsome young men and these pictures we got like and their parents are going to love them and they're, they're going to look back but I've been they're working back with and them think, These since are the they best were pictures three. I've ever had, you know. And, and they're three boys. And I remember the youngest <clears throat> was like three or four. And they were, I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. There was one going this way, one going mm-hmm. that way. So you just roll with it and have fun. Yeah. So, and that's funny because, um, you know, the thing that originally – so Kelly's always been into to art, went to school for art, always been drawn to it for that way. When I got into photography, it's because somebody gave me a camera. And I'm like, I could make extra money with this. You yeah. Know? And it wasn't until learning more about it and becoming proficient in its uses that I started to really love what you do with a camera. Like, it's not that you're making money. Of course, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to make money. You work hard. You want to be rewarded. But the rewards are so much more. Like, I sometimes get emotional thinking about it. Like, I've shot weddings where, you know, the grandmom dies several months later. Right. And then all over Facebook, you see the pictures you took of them. This is how they're remembering them. And it's so important that you're, you're, and not to sound cliche, but you are capturing and freezing this little memory, this little emotional moment in somebody's life. And it's just, it'll outlive me. And yeah. it's so powerful. So that's what draws me to it well, now. Especially at weddings. Like, oh, you yeah. just got to walk around and take every picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know who's those, who. Those you don't know what's long, important. And sometimes, you know. I mean, I have a picture from my wedding, and it's the last picture I have of my cousin before he passed away. Sometimes I like put a little sticker over my ex-husband's head in the picture, but like whatever, you know. (laughs) But I love that you say that because people make fun of me now, not comparing my iPhone pictures to what you guys do at all. But I used to. Oh my God, you always have your phone in your hands because you know what? Life is short, and. 
everyone's making fun of me until I'm like, look at this picture I just got. And it so so making the time and investment and however it looks to capture and get the family pictures and and it's so important though to print your pictures because our kids oh. are never going to have the experience of sitting on the couch flipping through old photo albums the way we did growing up so i always mm. tell my clients print them and if you can't print the four by sixes of all 50 that we give you or that you can choose to get at least hang them on your wall let, let your house be filled with pictures that your kids see because it's important because so many people just, it's living on Thank computer. you for that reminder. <laughs> I'm, like you have to print your work. Thank You've you for gotta that. You've got to print it. Yeah. Print it. Get it off albums. your phone. Get our girls have Polaroids and, and we're constantly like, bring your Polaroid, bring your Polaroid. And they have little albums so that they can flip through it. Yeah. I love that. I love that yeah. so much because I, I mean, I lost a whole bunch of pictures just from a vacation once because I my phone got ruined in the Cayman Islands and I miss that every single day so you know you never know what can happen with technology and, and I nowadays know there's so many sites you can go to just upload and just boom they'll just right mail them right to you within two days just print them as professional photographers i know you guys have all the backups in the world to make sure that you don't lose photos but i okay that's your your lesson and your mission <laughs> for the day get them print off your phone <laughs> your pictures get them off your phone print them and, and back them up and, yeah. yes and make the i yeah. pay like the 9.99 a month or whatever for my iCloud backup because uh, why not? Like I've spent ten dollars yeah. on a whole lot worse. Yeah. So. Yeah, probably coffee every month, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As I sit here with my, I have like alkaline smart water and coffee, and I'm like these cancel go. each other out, right? My alkaline and anyway, <laughs> that's a whole nother chat for yeah. Yeah. for uh, our health. But um, so. Do you guys have anything in the works for 2020 or just kind of growing your business and getting the getting the word out there? Is there, is there anything that you Our would... Our main goal would be um, weddings. Weddings. Booking that. And I also have always had a very strong interest in portrait photography. Okay. So I would love to grow that side of the business. And so for people who aren't sure, like, what does that even mean? Like is a that... little bit more of your classic throwback, like... Not your Sears pictures, but a little bit more of that studio. This, yeah, nice simple, lighting, nice background, just distinguished. really classic looking photographs that you can hang in your home that aren't necessarily environmental. I mean, I've always shot outside too, right? Which is great, and they're fine and they serve their purpose. But to have that nice classic image of everyone kind of super close together and connected is also really pretty. I was just thinking about that the other day, like when you used to have the portrait studios in the mall and stuff and when they all died or I, not that I don't I don't know no I don't want to like slam portrait whatever's but so much is outdoor and like lifestyle photography now I like that you want to bring that back because I mean I have framed photos of the portrait studios of my kids from when they were babies but I don't really have that anymore right. yeah and a lot of that was um, usually in stores where they really didn't charge much for that because it was really to get you into the store. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like Black Friday sales. And they weren't really professional. You know? They weren't good. Yeah. Some, some kid either. in there that just knew how pushes to a button. push yeah. the button and, you know. Um, but, yeah, to go somewhere where it's somebody who has developed their craft and they know how With to the work the lighting, lighting and, and all, yeah. get it just right. And so it's And not it's only that, but investing in yourself as a family, like, Go get your hair done. Go get your makeup done and come and let this hour be about you as a family and just get those beautiful classic portraits to have hanging in your home. 
That's and my, that you can that pass was, down. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of modeling is like the whole process beforehand. I think one of my favorite experiences modeling was um, a, a fashion shoot, a clothing line shoot, because everything that goes into it and you're in a studio and the lighting and the music, you know what I mean? Like you are letting your inner creative juices come out and and you guys are getting to capture that. And it's a good way for people to uh, get outside of their shell and really do yes. something for themselves. Yeah. Yes. And it's a really good way uh, for loved ones to remember you. Like, you're not always going to look like you look today. Yeah. You know? I mean, you yeah. know, Kelly's beautiful, but someday mm. she'll, be, <laughs> she'll be 80, you know? And, and she, still she'll be. still be beautiful, but she'll, she won't look the same as today. And, right. You know, like I have my parents, you know? Well, even um, when we're at weddings, like, we always try and get the grandparents together. Yeah. To get a picture yeah. of them because nobody does that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like grandma's eighty three and grandpa's eighty six. Like let's get a couple shot of these two. Yeah, yeah. Get it's a couple important. shot of the parents. Just, now, if we could have them and do like a really nice formal portrait with dramatic lighting and something that then you look at it from a distance and it almost looks like wow, this this looks like it's a painting or it looks like a piece of art, but it's it's almost heirloom. It's something that when they're long gone, their grandchildren might help have this on yeah. the wall in their house and be like that was my grandparents like I don't ha- I have some pictures of say my grandparents Kelly has some of hers I did something uh, when my grandparents were both still alive my mom's parents and I went and I old tape deck and a microphone and I sat with them for about an hour and I just did an interview with them Wow! and it was the coolest thing and do something like that to but, have that I but, mean yeah now if I had that and now I wasn't into photography then, you know, that was that predates my camera days, but um those kind of things are important. So the things you can do with a camera besides create art, like Kelly's amazing. Like see I She knew is. Her, I mean she took my picture. I, she she but, absolutely But her, I was her familiar eyes. with how she was with photographing people. Like mm-hmm. because I come to know her through, you know, some acquaintances and, and some other professionals and peers that we work with and was aware of her work and but I wasn't I wasn't really aware of her ability as an artist like some of her fine art photography that she sells it's beautiful it's she just has an eye for it you know and she's sometimes painfully persistent in just to get the right thing and and she does it she does it beautifully and it's you know and then it's it's a different thing also because you also have some people that will do that and for them, it's a $25 here. You sell it. For somebody else, it's art. So much goes into it. It's yeah. framed beautifully. It's on paper that's yeah, going to outlast you. So. And it's about quality. So her stuff is high quality. And when we do the market, I mean, mo- the bulk of our time is we're up super early at home because everything has to be meticulously packed so it doesn't get damaged, it doesn't rub, it doesn't scrape. Um well, and it's funny, too, because then we go to the market and we display everything, and I get more custom orders. Like, I uh, love this piece, but it's only an 8 by 10 but can you make me a headboard? Can you make it bigger? And then I do woodworking, so they're like, can you put it on this type of woodboard? Because I need it 8 feet by 4 feet. And I'm like, yeah. sure. Yeah. And we go into people. He got to see, too. I go into people's homes, and they go, this wall we over here, I need something. Yeah. Yeah. Go, okay. What can I put on this wall? And I have this big blank canvas. And she's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. What are you looking for? Yeah. You know, it's a really important uh, point to make is that you're not printing these out at CVS and selling exactly. them. Like no. the, yeah. the quality that you're getting and 
to the untrained eye, we might not understand. But if you so my grandfather passed away in November and, you know, going through pictures, we have pictures from when he and my grandmother just got married and you need materials that last through that because it it was wonderful that we had those and like you said we need to make those memories for our future generations and that's really what you're investing in you know in in a time where everybody is pinching pennies and you know really thinking hard about where they're going to invest their hard-earned dollar i don't think there's anything more important than you know, preserving memories for future yeah. generations. And that's really exciting work that you guys get to do. Yeah, and yes. treat yourself. You don't have to do it every year. Yeah. But I would say, like, hit your milestones when your kids are really little, kind of in the middle, mm-hmm. middle school, high school, and then do it again. Yeah. And it's usually the wedding. That's when they do the it again. A big one. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding, yeah. And then yeah. The, when the grandkids come. So oh, I yeah. love it. I love yeah. it. Do that's you guys good. have um, a specific memorable shoot that you've done that's something that you will never forget? Whether it's when you first got started hmm. or... Um, I just remember being really nervous when I first started. Because when I first started, I was shooting film. Oh, so <laughs> And I was by myself. So, you know, you had you used to count your roll of films. You'd have to know how much black and white. You, you only had 24 or 36 exposures. And then I also had a 120 camera. So you have to bulk load and you're changing back. So things moved a lot slower. Hmm. But yet you still had to be really fast at it or you'd miss the moment yeah you're not taking 500 digital images with with that so editing was a whole lot different you would oh. mail your film out wait for it to come back and hope. then go through <laughs> you know 700 prints and then have to actually throw away the ones that were eyes are closed so mm. now you're shooting 3,000 pictures and, and then just you call it down to about 800 but you, you don't feel like you're throwing stuff away so i just remember being really nervous about waste Oh yeah! Oh my like, God! Like, I would I would be freaking out. But I don't think I've had any outrageous requests. Or I did have a mother of a groom once reach out to me, and she wanted the bride photoshopped out of every picture, <gasps> and they weren't telling me the whole story. <laughs> and the whole story was that pretty much three months after they got married, they were like, "This isn't working." Yeah. But she still ordered those family pictures. But she paid for the pictures, or the pictures were paid for There's whoever paid a for them. Picture of her son dressed on his wedding day, hanging in her house. <laughs> that is no longer a marriage. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and we, I was asked to Photoshop the bride on the family <laughs> pictures. I was like, okay. Yeah, is- and we, we share stories with a lot of other wedding professionals. And it, it, some of the stories you hear, it's funny. Like, I shot a wedding, beautiful couple, beautiful wedding. Three months later, I'm trying to touch base with them about getting their album together and then picking their pictures and I'm told, well, you know, we're we're getting a divorce. Don't worry about the album. It's like, oh my goodness. I did have someone so ask you, for their money back too after they got divorced. Yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> oh no! That, that's, that's not how, how this works. works. I, I'd say some of the most, uh, some of the most memorable things. Memorable things were one of my first weddings ever. Um, so there's a guy. Um, you probably won't be listening to this, but Dwayne uh, gave me a camera. That's how I got started. His nephew was a full-time wedding photographer at the time, and kind of took me under his wing. Saw that I was not afraid to approach people, and I actually photographed the guy Dwayne's wedding got married and I didn't know much of what I was doing I went in there and I did it his nephew saw them and took me under his wing so I remember there was uh, we were in Cape May and they did a first look you know where they they took the groom down had him looking out over the, the ocean and brought her down and 
it's funny because this might choke me up again. It gets, gives me every I time I think about emotional. it. Um, so this guy's standing down there looking out at the ocean, waiting for his bride-to-be to, to come up behind him. She comes, you know, tiptoeing through the sand, holding her dress up out of the dirt, and she approaches him, and I'm close enough that I can hear um, that when he turns around, he just looks at her. He gets emotional, and he's like, you look more uh. beautiful than I imagined. And it was in that moment I'm like, oh, I love doing this. Yeah. It's so, you know what's so it's funny? It's so rewarding. Is in our first look, you're right now more emotional telling that story than when you saw me turn around. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess when you're like, at, when you're out, I was saying to Monica in the other segment, like, when I was just working people's weddings, I never met these people in my yeah. life. Yeah. And I'm like serving champagne. I'm like, oh my God, hold it together, Leslie. I'm like, oh, this some is of the, so some beautiful. Of, some I of the toast and yeah. I, oh. some of them are, are just... Some of them are like, oh my goodness, somebody get a hook and drag this guy off. Yeah. But some of them are so emotional that um, it just makes you reevaluate your life. You're like, wow, man, this guy is like these. I I did one wedding. It was um, uh, this couple, and their a lot of their family came from India, from Malaysia, from the West Coast, from all over for this wedding, and they had several people get up and give speeches and toast them and. Th- just the amount of, of uh, I don't know, just, it was amazing to me. The, what these people had to say about this couple mm. made me love this couple. They yeah. were just amazing people. And, you know, you meet people like that that you otherwise would not have met. And it's just, uh, I don't know, that's that's one of the things that I like most about it. Is and you hear some really funny toasts. Some too. funny toasts. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, I bet. It's it's good, you know, and, and sometimes we're lucky enough to get cake. Pound cake for the record. Pound cake. I don't have a problem. It's pound cake. Everybody that knows. If he shoots your wedding just now, he's coming home with cake in his wedding day. If it's it's pound cake, yes, it's pound cake. He will be eating it on the car ride home. Yes, I will. Yes, for sure. Wedding cake. It's good. Wedding dessert, man. Is yeah. Not always. Sometimes it's too much. Some of the cakes are they're beautiful, but. Too much going on. A simple yeah. pound cake with buttercream. <laughs> mm. <laughs> he will phone in his request right now. Yes, yes. All future bride All and grooms. All future bride and grooms. Pound, <laughs> yes. <laughs> pound cake. Yeah. So if we, you're just tuning we, in, I have Kelly and Craig with Kelly and Craig Photography. And where can people find you if they want to book you? Where do you recommend? How do they reach out to you? Okay, so the best way right now, because we're re- rebuilding our website, right, would be Facebook. Okay. Super simple. Kelly and Craig Photography. Instagram, Kelly and Craig Photo. Mm-hmm. And then our email is really easy as well, Kelly and Craig Photo at gmail.com. Awesome. And you can always find them through volumeuponline.com. Kind of segue into um, this. If you're just tuning in, this is Volume Up's season finale show. So this is our last episode of 2019. We'll, we, we will still be putting out podcasts. You can catch all of the shows that we've done throughout the last six months through Volume Up's podcast. We'll be releasing those every week throughout uh, December and January. And then, uh, drumroll, I guess, we are coming back as uh, a web series. So Volume Up will now be Volume Up in Color. So we are going to be coming to your business, coming to your studio, coming to your office, coming to your spa, and sitting down and talking with you and we're going it's going to be a combination of talk show style and um kind of walking through i can't wait to go to, go around to 
brigantine businesses like our friends at Island Items that you just did yes. your spotlight on local and uh, brigantine freshery and just I'm really excited to be able to highlight other people and talk about things in a different light and be with them and so you really really want to make sure that you're staying connected if you're been a loyal listener to volume up I just want to thank all of my sponsors and all of my guests throughout the last six months who have taken the time to come in the studio and chat, who have called in from all over the country. I've had guests from Memphis, from Tulsa, Oklahoma, from Northwest Indiana, from Los Angeles, California, from all over. I cannot express my gratitude enough for everybody who has supported this show over the last six months. Shout out to Audra, our amazing producer behind the glass who makes me who doesn't argue when I say we're going to play Hanson all show. Uh, (laughs) um, And yeah, so make sure that you connect with me on social media. And if you want me to come to your business or if you want to talk about something that you think the public should know about, please reach out. It's volume up at marceluna.com. You can um, contact me through Instagram at volumeuponline. You can join our uh, Leveled Up Connection community on Facebook. Um, Volume Up with Leslie Jesperson on Facebook. There's, you will find me. Yeah, I was going to say, you will find her. You will find me. And join that community that you've created because it's excellent. Yeah, it's... um, that it means a lot to me, and in and in my last minute on air for th- 2019, again, I just want to thank all of you for listening, and supporting, and calling in, and um, I hope I don't lose connection with you, so you can see my face when we come back in February. We're going to be on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So um, that's it for Volume Up, the Lifestyle Radio Revolution. Uh, now on News Talk 1400 WOND and coming back on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram and volumeuponline.com. Thank you to Kelly and Craig of Kelly and Craig Photography for hanging out with me this last show. Shout out to everybody who's listening in Brigantine. Say hi to me if you see me. And-